Five five and aliens for one thousand ounce. I don't think we have the one on here. We don't have that. What? We don't have a sci-fi and alien separate. We are supposed to, but we don't because I fucked up. (laughs) I'm looking at this chart. Yeah, we. I fucked it up. I fucked it up. (laughs) If we did, if we did, I I put in the uh, A tier. Okay. By the way, we will have it. Update. Love aliens behind the curtain. We will have it. I will add it, and we will have it. Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Rank You Next. It is spooky season, you guys. We're going to do a few Halloween-themed episodes coming up here. Uh, the first one today is going to be about some horror genres and subgenres in the horror domain. We're going to talk about some big tropes in horror movies and stuff like that. Uh, I am Sorio. I'm joined by Nick and Kyle. We're going to talk spooky. Uh, how are we doing? How's Halloween season treating you? How do you guys like Halloween? Are you fans? Um, since somebody's standing over my shoulder, I am a great fan of Halloween. Halloween is fantastic. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I, like, I like it. I'm out on Halloween. I'm super out. I have. I probably have not uh, celebrated Halloween or done anything for Halloween, and I don't know. I was probably like 11, so 11, 12. It's been definitely 15 years at least, uh, and then. So this time is the first time I will be dressing up, actually dressing up for Halloween since that time. I definitely stopped going trick-or-treating real early. I think my sister did too. My sister wasn't into it either. And she stopped dressing up uh, probably around 10, 11, 12 as well. So that's our that's my Halloween story. But we will all be convening before this episode is out to see each other in real life, which is exciting. When's the last time we saw each other? Oh, the football, right? No. Bears. Bears. Well, I saw Nick after that. Um, Besides the Bears, I think it was the um, the Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh yeah, that's a that's a two come episode at some point once we get around to eating the rest of those. Yes. Uh, That will happen at some point. It will. It will. Spoiler, we're, we're trying every flavor of wing at Buffalo Wild Wings, and we're ranking them. We're halfway there. We are, yeah, but uh, yes, thank you. They're not going to do the reference. However, however, uh, I, so I went to the Buffalo Wild Wings recently, and uh, it was because it was the only place open at like 1045 when we, we were trying to go eat on last Monday or something like that. And let me just say, that they didn't have any of the limited time offerings that we tried. Like they didn't have the, like the, uh, what do we tried? Like the, the Buffalo something, the Truffalo. They didn't oh, the, have that. The Truffalo. I think it was Adobo orange. They chicken. didn't have that. They did not have that. They had their limited time offerings that they said were like Jamaican jerk, Asian zing, jam and jalapeno and desert heat. I'm like, these are always on the menu. I've uh, Jammin was gone for a while, but the rest of them have been there for years. Yeah, there has never been a stretch where I could not get Caribbean jerk. Right. Maybe maybe that's it's like a that's a specialty up there in Milwaukee. I don't know. This this uh this Buffalo Wild Wings had me all twisted around. I also was gonna have Buffalo chicken mac and cheese because I was going rogue because I'm not a huge Buffalo Wild Wings fan 
in general. Spoiler. Uh, so we were uh, we were gonna go rogue, and I was gonna get buffalo chicken mac and cheese. I was feeling a mac and cheese. And they're like, "Oh, we don't have that today." I'm like, "What do you have? There's nobody here. How do you not have anything?" Jeez. We were literally the only people in the place. Oh, Kyle, when we were uh, when we went to Buffalo Wild Wings before our draft, I think I think they were out of the mango habanero. Well, they were out of something. Oh, that's tragic. I think because yeah. it was one of the flavors I ordered, and I and it was that or the jammin. If jammin's gone, I'm leaving. Because I think I got the Caribbean jerk instead. If Jammin's gone, I'm leaving. Yeah. When when it was gone, I, I think I boycotted Buffalo Wild Wings for a little bit. Seriously. Kind of we like when Taco Bell totally got out. rid of the potatoes. I was totally out. Boycotted. I was totally out. Okay. Back on topic. What are we, are we going to talk about what we're going to be at this event? Well, we did it the ne- next episode. Makes more sense. Oh, yeah. That makes That's true. That's true. Uh, yes. Uh, this week's episode is going to be about horror genres and subgenres. Next, next week's episode is going to be about Halloween costumes. And then we will talk about what we are dressing as. Makes sense. Well done. Well thought out. I like that from you. Uh, any other things to talk about before we go through this um, process, this ordeal of all these genres, all these genres? I've got nothing. 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 Okay. So I'm going to give a little bit of a summary of the genres that we will be talking about today. We have a source that we have gotten this uh, this kind of template from. Uh, it is a uh, kind of a, uh, would you call this like a map? What would you call this image? A flow chart? A flow chart? Okay. Well, look okay. at this corporate guy right here. A flow chart? Uh, the three of us, all three of us involved in corporate America, but Kyle is a corporate guy. <laughs> I've been the three of us are all cogs in corporate America. Kyle, I think, has been corporate the longest. Uh, that's that's probably true. I've definitely been corporate the the, the shortest, for sure. baby. Yeah, I've definitely been corporate for the least amount of time um, because I was academia, and that was enjoyable. I'm sure it was way more enjoyable than corporate. <laughs> that's I mean, that's definitely true. <laughs> that's definitely true. I just got paid less. Um, okay, so this flowchart-looking thing uh, made by a horroronscreen.com uh, I think it's a blog post, but I don't know. I couldn't find the actual post. I just found this image and the citation in the corner. So I'm hoping that it's still there and people can find it. I will link actually this stuff in the description so people can look at it. And it's a pretty interesting article and uh, it's it's pretty cool. So there, I think I have a total of 25 different, uh, different categories here that we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to go through them we're going to talk about like what makes that what makes movies fall in that genre obviously there's always overlap with movies and there may be like a couple crossover moments um there are four main genres according to this horror on screen uh flow chart we've got uh gore and disturbing like gore gore based stuff so think in that vein think like saw and think like hostile movies and all that kind of stuff uh, we've got psychological uh, thriller, psychological movies, like more thriller-ish, more like we're talking psycho. We're talking probably The Shining, like that kind of vein of horror movies. We've got uh, killer movies. So that's your basic Friday the 13th, Halloween, uh, Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger, that kind of stuff. Um, we have monster movies. So that's zombies. That's Dracula. That's werewolves. That's all that kind of stuff. 
And then finally, the fourth genre here is paranormal. So that'll be your poltergeist, your uh, exorcists, etc., etc. So we were originally going to do uh, actual movies and movie franchises. It just like there's so many movies. There's so much that we could have talked about. And there's a lot of them that, frankly, uh, we haven't seen or haven't seen recently enough to have like informed, interesting content about. Right. Right. So we we pivoted to do this and we pivoted to uh, talk about this stuff instead. So with that, 25 genres, I think we're going to go in. uh, I'm going to pick random. I'm going to go random. I'm going to go random because these are not in alphabetical order on this tier list. And I don't really know what the order that I don't really understand the order because it's not even the order that I uploaded the images in. So I really don't know what happened. (laughs) So. Is there any blanket genre that you would like to start with, you guys? Pick one. Pumpkins. Okay. <laughs> Nick just said fucking pumpkins. I said a blanket genre, and he went straight in, right in to, I guess, Neo Monsters, because that's the one. That... <laughs> this fucking guy. This. Okay. So we're going to start with Neo Monsters. Um, okay. This is, I'm going to read a little bit of an excerpt here. Uh, filmmakers are constantly bringing new monsters to screen, and unless they belong to another one of the subgenres, this is kind of where they fall in the neo-monster area. So these are like, um, among the other monsters that we could be seeing, we could be seeing like, this is where you would see werewolves, and this is where you'd see that kind of stuff. But neo-monsters, uh, I've got some examples here. Pumpkinhead. You've guys seen Pumpkinhead? I've never heard of Pumpkinhead. You've no. never heard of it? I've, I've never even heard of it, dude. Is it a guy who wears a pumpkin on his head and kills people? Probably. So, I'm assuming <laughs> that the movie Llamageddon would be in this because I saw this recently. Um, a, a, a what? Llamageddon. Like Llama Geddon. Like llamas? Yeah, it's like llamas. No, I think that would fall under nature. It's like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I, it's a very weird. Okay, so I just, can you just Google pumpkin head? This is not what I expected to see. Yeah. Um, because this seems, yeah, they Google. they summonic they summonic. So I'm not gonna go through the whole plot of the story, but they uh, a demonic monster gets summoned named Pumpkinhead. Um, he starts like Pumpkinhead. he starts killing people. Um, and then he dies at the end. Of course, nice, perfect movie. Uh, Neo. Okay, this is considered the lost subgenre according to aminoapps.com this is a blog the neo monsters term is sometimes described as everything else of the monster genre so you basically picked like the one thing that nobody actually has defined nice job nice job oh, oh you, uh, you know what my founder is probably the babadook oh maybe uh like it's it's like that's like a sure. it's like a it's a psychological movie but the monster itself is very um oh what's the word i'm looking for nondescript it's it's not like amorph amorphous yeah it's uh, well i would say it's not like a anything mythological anything like you could say things like frankenstein or, or the leprechaun movies those are like actual creatures that they turned into monsters exactly uh, or like the chupacabra for example if they did that i'm sure there's a chupacabra movie that kind of stuff a bigfoot movie so i i feel like it feels like 
um, stuff that is not pre-established as a cultural thing. Like if you look up Tremors, which is another one of these, uh, there's just some random underground creatures which are killing them one by one. So they're not like, per they're not always there. Maybe you would consider Stranger Things to be part of the Neo-Monsters, like as one of their genres, right? Yeah. Like because that, that whole Spider-Boy, um, whatever the fuck he's called, uh, and all of their, like they're not like actual uh, monsters that are established in other pop culture. Yeah, like a leprechaun or a mummy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, based Maybe. on this genre, I I ranked it personally as a D. Um, I think it's tough to get right because I think, especially when you're looking from a movie perspective, if you're looking at something like Pumpkinhead, dude, like you got to be a little bit more original than that. I feel, I feel there's like, also no uh, pumpkin on his head, which look, seems like, like a huge. Wait, there's not there's not a pumpkin either. No, I serious? told you to Google this, my guy. I, I I googled the plot, my guy. Well, look at images, my guy, my guy. Look I mean, at images. Not, what's what's that thing? I, uh, you're not that guy, pal. Or you're I'm not, not that your. Pal I'm guy. not your guy. I'm not your guy. Hey, what the hell? Look at images. What yeah. the hell? Yeah, That's this thing is. This thing is like, it's terrifying, but not terrifying at all. It kind of looks like Alien. It kind of does look like That's Alien for sure. What I was thinking. Very yeah. much, very much alien. Um, but yeah, I put it as a D. I mean, I like I know we talked about this like kind of off offline before. Like I think the Baba Duke is a very, very good movie because it was done correctly, but it played a lot in the psychological yes. um parts of that movie and a lot of suspense. And I feel like a lot of these other movies that are incorporating these neo monsters as they call it just are not very well scripted. It, it totally it totally seems like a well, this is there's a monster here, but we don't really know what else to say about it, so we'll just toss it in here. Yeah, as we just read the lost subgenre, so it seems like they're just like kind of lobbing stuff in there and hoping for the best. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll put it as a D. Kyle, you get to pick what's next. Let's do. Let's do cannibal. Cannibal. Jesus, are you hungry, Kyle? No, I just, oh, looked, I just looked at the screen and I was like, oh, cannibal sounds interesting. Uh, so obviously, uh, cannibalism is one of the favorite themes of exploitation in extreme cinema. Most of these movies come from the Italian horror cinema and were produced during the late 70s, early 80s. They always include extreme violence and cruelty, in cruelty including the killing of real animals. Oh, really? They like, okay. Mm. Uh, so examples of these are The Cannibal Holocaust, 1980. Cannibal Ferox, 1981. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Man from Deep River, nineteen seventy three. I'm not. I'm not okay with this. No, I don't. Not. I'm not okay with this. It's pretty fucked up, dude. I put it in F <laughs> for sure. I was also. I was also heading there. I just like like there's certain buttons that I like to be pushed in a horror genre because I like horror movies. And Nick, do you like them? Oh, I love them. Love. Yeah, them. but I know Kyle doesn't really like them. I'm a gigantic pussy. I hate him. Yeah, Kyle <laughs> is not a huge fan. Uh, and I like them, but I like very specific ones. I like ones that aren't just, this just seems like fucking, uh, like, it's just violence porn. Yeah. yeah. Like, someone someone has a lot of internal struggles going on, and then in order to get those out, they're just writing an absolutely brutal movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know. Like, I get, I, I understand that there's a market because it's, um, 
you know, it's violent cell, sex sells violence cells. But like, man, I, I don't, I don't, tr- I don't love, I don't, I don't trust a person who is like into this. No, you know, no. like, I mean, that's like, what is wrong with you? How, why are you into this? No, like, I, I it's do. just, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of too much, uh, we have the extreme category right next to that. Which is even worse, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. worse. It's I, don't know if you, worse. I don't know if you've read the plot to some of these movies that they listed, like a Serbian film. Like, do don't, don't even bother reading it. It's like absolutely disgusting. Uh, this subgenre of the like, so it's like again themes such as rape, necrophilia, cop, like I'm not, I'm. It's too much. Yeah, it's yeah. not okay. Brutal. Dead girl, necromancy. Like these are like so. Dead girl, two thousand two thousand eight. A Serbian film. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, that one. That one's messed up, dude. Yeah. I haven't seen any of these, but I read the plot, and it was yeah. I read the plot for all these right beforehand, and yeah, they're all brutal. No, I just I'm not. I mean, it's too much. I'm not okay with it. That's also an F. Yes, these two are both Fs. I mean, fu- I mean, again, there's there's tasteful horror, there is distasteful horror that's still above this line. Um, like again, and we'll get to these. We're not going to do three of these gore um categories in a row oh, you don't want to knock them all out right now <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to knock them all out but like i even see like the lane for a movie like saw like i get it yeah that, that one has a logical place and it, there's stuff. like it's it's kind of an interesting concept in the sense of like the progression of what's supposed to happen there. yeah right yeah. like it makes sense what's happening in saw but these are just like violence for violence sake and just like if you want to watch people get like mutilated and that's like that's too much it's it's gross. It's gross. It's disgusting. Yeah, it is. So that's that's how I feel about that. Perfect. I'm picking this next one here. Um, let's do uh, let's do phobia films. Oh. Phobia films fall under psychological phobia and isolation, a subgenre that typically puts people in a situation related to our worst fears and phobias. So claustrophobia is a big one. You've got like Frozen, not the um, not the Disney film. Uh, the Descent. Oh my gosh, that movie's very... crazy, dude! The Descent. Have you have you seen it? I have not seen this. I know Kyle has, dude. That you got to watch the movie. That movie's ridiculous. It's very a caving very, expedition uh, goes horribly wrong as the explorers become trapped and ultimately pursued by a strange breed of predators. Dude, caves in general terrify the shit out of me. Oh, I love a cave. I've been to a lot of caves in my day, uh, and I, I know you have because of your national park excursions. But dude, yeah. caves are terrifying because you don't know what's down there, and it's dark and spooky. This movie plays on that, and then part of it too is there's a lot of jump scares, so things just come out at you, and it's yeah, it's, it's I, crazy. I, I mean, I think this is, I think this is solid. I think this is like solid middle of the pack of horror movie that I'd, that I watch. Yeah, yeah, and I think the thing about the phobia too is like a lot of people, a lot of people they go to the to see the horror movies for like a cathartic experience, so they can kind of feel that feeling of being scared in a relatively safe space. And so when you're addressing some of these phobias in that movie, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of a good way to release some of that energy. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm like, I think this is going to end up being pretty. Middle, oh God! Don't mind me. I just died. Pretty middle middle of the pack, like uh, B or C range. Yeah, I think and that would be um, because um, of I think there's a lot that's going to end up lower. Yeah, I do I think, think there's that there's. But again, there's like some that are, 
uh, in that arena that there's going to be like, I think we're going to have a standard C penis as we usually do. Yeah, I, I, I put phobia as a B. Okay, B is good. B is good. Let's knock out the next one here. Let's see. Let's see. Um, how about let's do one of these uh, one of these uh, supernatural looking ones. Should we just do supernatural? Yes. Let's do it. Supernatural. Natural. I mean, so this is going to be your uh, like Carrie like uh, at okay, so it says at the limit with science fiction. So we're talking about a lot of Stephen King stuff here. Um, the subgenre often features a hero, quite often a teen or a kid uh, for some reasons. I don't that's not well written. Sorry. Uh, with paranormal power, but who, unlike superheroes, is often unable to control them properly, resulting in pretty bad things. Okay. So, uh, Carrie, uh, you, I would say like a lot of the Stephen King, like Tommy knockers type stuff. And, uh, I've got a Stephen King complaint here. Okay. I have a Stephen King complaint that people are either going to appreciate and agree with, or they're going to be like, you're, you're so uncultured, you're complete swine. Uh, so, so maybe both. Like, I think that there is a point in Stephen King's work where I'm like, I'm on board. I, I don't, I feel like he, he reaches too far into supernatural type stuff. That's not necessary. Like for example, the shining, which we'll get to, and we'll definitely discuss is like a really, really good paranoia, psychological thriller. Right. Right. Yes. Dr. Sleep goes like, which is a sequel, which is about his kid goes like full fucking supernatural and I just don't think it's necessary. Like it's too much in terms of like the reach from where we started. Uh, the same thing happens in it because like it chapter one, um, the movie and the first, basically the first half of it is like, makes a ton of sense. I mean, there's obviously a fucking soup, uh, like a, like a spooky clown situation that's haunting their fucking town, Derry, Maine. But it's like, it, I'm on board. And then there's like a, um, the second half, it goes all like supernatural turtle power. And I just think it's like, we, we went off the rails. We went completely off the rails. And I think that happens a lot. I think that happens in supernatural stuff a lot. This yeah, happened with the sequels, in the, like particularly. Well, and then for example, there was, uh, so have you guys watched American Horror Story? I haven't, I haven't seen it. I have not. Okay. I'm aware. McK do Kyle, does McKenna watch that? Yes. Yeah, for sure. So uh, one of the sh well, the season that I've seen the entire way through, which is only one of them, um, admittedly, uh, is the second season Asylum, which was good because, well, it was good for a while because there was a, um, I, f I forgot, it was Zachary Quinto playing the, like the, the killer guy and uh there was his story arc and then there was also supernatural story arc and like can we just pick one of the two story arcs why are we doing both it's a lot so wasn't zachary kinto also the uh villain on heroes and he was also uh, Spock? yes yes correct that is who we're, that is who i'm referring to okay um so Basically, because of that, I think 
uh, Supernatural has to sit in like a C or B range because I think it reaches too hard. It reaches too far a lot of the time. So I, I like, it's not my favorite in the, in the genre of uh, paranormal. So that's my opinion. Oh, I thought it was my favorite of the paranormals. Interesting. Um, you can fight for it. I'm a, I'll allow it. Uh, I like, I don't do like ghosts and spirits. I think are stupid. Like, okay. Because like, objective- you don't like Casper. He's my I, guy. I love Casper. He's friendly. friendly. But, like, it's hard for me to get behind those because it's, like, I objectively know that ghosts really don't exist. How dare you? And, like... That's a hot take. Hot take 2021. And, like, then, like, the possession ones I think are just stupid as well. Like, the possession plays off the whole Salem witch trial thing. And, like, we all know that they weren't actually witches and shit and all that garbage. Um... Oh, this is uh, Kyle coming with all the hot takes. Yeah, I'm not. I just don't do it. Like, this is okay. my favorite of the categories, but the super. Okay. Interesting. I can kind of see and get behind because it's like, which is in with you losing control and like the okay. not knowing how to control yourself and that stuff. So I, I think that's a little better than like, yeah, they were witches. Like, fuck off. Um, so that's why I think I would rate it highest of the super, the, the parent. Okay. Whatever. Give me a letter. Uh, I mean, I'm not going high. Like, I think like B. Okay. Like, Nick, I had a interesting. We'll pop. We'll plop it into a B. Okay, supernatural. Anything else to say about supernatural, Nick? Before we move on, pretty super A. Okay, all right. We're gonna put it in a B. Um, next, Nick, pick. All righty. Let's go to virus. Virus. Okay, so this is uh, so technically behind the curtain here um, in our cute little uh, picture uh, flowchart thing. Zombie was a big category that was broken down in undead and virus. So this is um, we're talking like instead of just, you know, people coming back to life, it's like they, they become zombies because they got infected by shit, right? So uh, virus movies, filmmakers found more scientific ways to create zombies. Multiple movies started to base their story on viruses that would turn people into zombies. Whereas the rules of contamination are usually similar to those of classic zombies, variants can be found such as infection triggered by some words like in Pontypool, 2008, by adrenaline like in Rambach, 2010, or by TV waves like in The Signal, 2007. Uh, Other options for this were like the 28 Weeks Later movie. Uh, Resident Evil isn't 28 weeks later like multiple movies remakes or am I crazy or are they just like they just do that with different um, random amounts of time I thought there was 28 days 28 weeks and then something mm. the series and there's the one movie where the guy's stuck in between the rocks thanks that's a different... thank you that's got a thank number you. in it Yes, it's 127 hours. Thank you. That's also not yes, a horror. Perfect. Film. Thank you. Welcome back. Well, it could be a horror for me to chop his arm off, bro. Uh, it could be. It could <laughs> qualify as a phobia movie. Yes, that would be what I would consider that a phobia movie. Uh, if it was a horror movie, it'd be a phobia movie. By the way, I would die. I just wanted to be clear that if I was in his situation, I would totally die. You wouldn't chop your arm off. I don't think I could. I feel, I think I I prob- feel like survival instinct kicks in at that point, and then I, dude, you just do he, it. It took him so long to cut it. He cut his arm off with a pocket knife. 
Can we stop talking about it? <laughs> yeah, Kyle's not comfortable. <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. Kyle's not comfortable. Okay, virus movies. Where are we at zombies in general? Um, I go virus above zombies. Virus believe- above like basic zombie? Okay. Yeah, I believe that virus is more believable as determined by the fact that we just had a fucking virus ransack the world for fucking yeah a year and a half. That's fair. Yep. I, I do agree with you. I'd rather watch a virus movie than, a zo- than just like a regular basic undead, like Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead type of zombie movie. Like, I just think it's more believable. Um, sure. Not a, not a super big zombie. I also, I also don't like the uh, the bit that they do where the zombies are like slow and useless. Yeah, like what the fuck is that shit? Like I'm not scared of zombies that I can outwalk. <laughs> Seriously, they're like crawling. I was like, I'm not that nervous, dude. If, they're undead, if I need to. It's not like they can outmaneuver me. Like I can fucking No, they they away. only have straight they're Donald Brown. They only have straight line speed. <laughs> they have no they have no shiftiness. I mean, they had a whole series about that. I mean, The Walking Dead. It was like 10, se- 10 seasons, 11 seasons of these slow-ass zombies. Yeah, it's, it's totally like, as long as somebody is awake, we're fine. And you just beat them down with a baseball bat. Seriously. Go, hey, we got to walk a little quicker here, guys. Just get away. They're one-cut runners. They don't, they're one-cut walkers. They can't, they can't maneuver. Uh, but I, yes, I'm with you on that on that virus thing. Actually, that I mean, some of them are stupid. Like this TV wave thing is like a little dumb, but at least there's some some effort at creativity. They also have Resident Evil on here, which I would not have considered a horror movie. Is that is that a weird thing to say? By the way, the newest Resident Evil is called Welcome to Raccoon City. Excuse me? Yeah. You mean Huntsville? Uh, the Trash Pandas? Uh, yes, the Trash Pandas. No, it's not, it's not Huntsville. That's that's Madison. Well, it's next to Huntsville. North Alabama. Okay. Trash Pandas. Okay. Yeah, I would not have considered Resident Evil to be like an actual out-and-out horror movie. I guess I would just consider it to be more of an action film. Oh, Raccoon City is the actual city. So, I didn't watch this movie fully. Uh, either way. Virus, uh, I, I, I was probably sitting in the BC range for me as well. Probably yeah. B, and then we can just loop in Undead and say C for Undead. How do we feel about that? That's perfect for me. I, I, uh, I had them as C and D, respectively. Interesting. Uh, th- those are fluid. Those are fluid. Zombies are not... Uh, actually, you might, we might end up, I might end up agreeing with you there, depending on how else everything looks. Let's start, let's start them lower. Let's start them lower. C and D. As long as we have virus above classic. Virus is definitely above uh, undead. Do you agree with that, Nick? Um, I had virus lower, but I mean, I I, I agree with that. I will change. You can change. We can change. Okay. Kyle's turn. Kyle's turn to pick one. All right. Let's let's go. Let's do the classic. Let's do slasher. Okay. Slasher is again. So as Kyle just said, intimated, it is the classic. It is the uh, basic. All these slasher movies have existed for like a long, long time. Okay, so it says really became popular in the early '80s with the success of Halloween, Friday, Michael Myers, Friday the Thirteenth. That's Jason, 
And then also we're talking Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy Krueger and uh, the Scream uh, situation as well. Um, this subgenre usually features a lot of pursuits and a lot of gruesome murders. Teenagers are often their favorite prey. Uh, favorite prey. Uh, and I think that this is the probably the most uh, evergreen subgenre. Like this will continue. This will play and will continue to play as we just kind of know and realize. With like, there's new Chucky movies coming out. Would you consider Chucky to be one of these two? Yes. Yeah. Like Child's Play. A little paranormal, like a little possession, and a little bit slasher. It definitely overlaps into it for sure. Yeah. Uh, you could say it's like a like a small creature situation too. Yeah. But um, I think this should be an S. I agree. Yes, because of the the evergreen nature of slasher films, like they're going to keep making them. They're going to keep running them back. They just dropped the new Halloween movie, Halloween Kills. There's another one coming out next year. So like we just we're, we're getting a new trilogy of that. Uh, and they'll keep finding new ones to make. And it's this is in my mind, this is a kind of. So like I think I think generally they're kind of pointless, right? Like there's not necessarily a great like there's not story arc here a lot of the time, but it's like no, uh, there's no but it, but it 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 makes sense. This is the violent cells type of movie that you're in that you could be into. Yeah, I don't think you necessarily need a good story. It just needs to fulfill like the check marks. Like it needs to have something that you can run from. It needs to be something big and scary, or quick nimble and scary in the case of the fucking little doll thing but like yep. you it needs the, it's just basic chase and pursuit like get yes. away from it. and it's fine it's like it's good it's good like it's they're not my favorite movies no but this is one of the we respect the this is kind of the the uh flagship of the genre yeah it's, it's probably the most classic and generally the most fun like i'm not watching it because it's a masterpiece in film Right. So I think we can solidly agree it's an S. Yes. Okay. I'm going to pick. Uh, I'm going to pick my favorite. My favorite are um, the the paranoia, paranoia type madness type movies. So this is, you know, I, I would consider The Shining to be one of these. I would consider, you know, uh, Psycho to be one of these. Uh, psychological thriller type stuff I like I just think that there's um, I, I wouldn't consider this necessarily to be a horror movie but like a movie like Shutter Island yeah. which was very much uh, psychologically like mind-bending type stuff I like that kind of stuff and I actually think these movies are have have um, more potential to be objectively good movies uh, obviously like The Shining is objectively good uh, Psycho is objectively good yeah. stuff like that So so I actually like this type of movie the most among these subgenres, and I also have this rated as an S. I would agree with that. Like I, I also agree with that. Look at us. Hot, 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 hot. Yeah, and by the in The Shining is probably the best horror movie Here's out there. Uh, Kyle, yeah, Kyle still I has mean, not seen it though. I mean I've seen enough to know what happens. Uh yeah, it's great. It's really, really good. And again but again, I, I didn't watch Doctor Sleep. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to. But 
uh, it's, I mean, if they just like, if they never, I mean, I thought Dr. Sleep was a, a Hollywood move, but then I, I realized that it, he did also actually write that novel. And then he, and then the, the movie came out, I think either last early last year or late 2019, I believe. And I didn't go see it. So there you go. What's next? Make a hey, pick one. Make oh, I get a pick. Let's go with crime. Crime. Okay, so this one, uh, crime and, do you guys know how to say this? Crime and giallo? Giallo? No. Giallo? This subgenre is the closest to thriller as horror gets. Crime usually follows police investigation, whereas giallo, maybe, describes the waves of horror crime movies that became really popular in Italia in the 80s with films from Mario Bava or Dario Argento. Nobody say anything about those pronunciations. I tried. It differentiates itself from classic thriller, mostly by featuring really gruesome murder. So it's basically like what maybe you would consider like seven to be in that vein. It's not that much, but maybe like that's kind of the 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 on this side of horror like so it's not a horror movie but if we pushed seven a little bit further maybe we're in that kind of vein now it makes sense don't 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 open the box brad pitt correct thank you uh so uh some of these options uh some of these here like so these are all older it looks like so it's uh, the Girl Who Knew Too Much, 1963. The Bird with the Crystal Plumage, 1970. Don't Torture a Duckling, 1972. Deep Red, 1975. So this seems like an older um, genre that that maybe has uh, faded out a little bit. But I like the idea. The idea sounds good. The idea I like. And, and Seven, if that is the modern, more quote-unquote tasteful, as tasteful as Seven can be, um that's the most like i that's that's my lane like i'm i'm in the lane yeah i mean this i merged like, into the lane yeah this sounds like something that could be very very good yeah it, it, it's it's an execution thing and i don't know if there are any modern ones that we could pull from that uh that would apply let's see if we can do a quick google yeah i'm doing a quick google Seven was a crazy movie, man. Yes, it was an excellent movie. It's very good. Uh, okay. The very best Giallo movies ever made. 1972, 1972, 1972, no year. Oh, that's Hitchcock. Hello. 1973, 1975, Deep Red, 1964, Mario Bava. Um, I like the idea. I'm willing to put it uh, B range. Yeah, that works. Idea is good. We don't know in the execution permanently. We don't know. Well, this is if those are like the main options. Like I definitely have seen none of the movies that I just listed off. There's zero chance. Correct. I also, by the way. I generally don't tend to like older films. I don't know if that's just, I don't know if you guys feel that way, but I like, if I'm choosing between a movie that came out in 1975 and a movie that came out in 2005, I'll always pick the newer movie. 
Yeah, probably. Maybe I just lack culture. I don't know. You just don't like the transatlantic accent. I don't like <laughs> nothing is in high definition. <laughs> like they need to remaster that a little bit. I need a remaster and then I'll be involved. Uh, I used to make jokes that back in that day, like nothing was in high definition. Like even real life was not in high definition. <laughs> it's like everything was grainy back then. Um, okay. Let's see. What's next? Kyle, pick one. Let's go with. Mm, let's go with small creatures. Small creatures. Okay, let us find these small creatures. Uh, the subgenre of horror could horror uh, <laughs> subgenre of horror could be listed with the mythological subgenre since the creatures it features are often derived from the fantastic world like ghouls and trolls. However, small creatures films are way too similar not to group them in their own subgenre. Since small creatures tend to be cute, these films often contain a part of comedy. So this would be a a uh, uh, hormedy. For some unknown reasons, they are often quite bad and followed by a myriad of cap- crappy sequels, Gremlins excluded. But they did say Gremlins, uh, uh, which is obviously a classic, Ghoulies, Critters, and Trolls. Those are the four that they listed here. I've never seen any of those movies. You've never seen Gremlins? No. Oh, that's interesting. I know Lil Wayne once said that um, when he was a kid, his favorite movie was The Gremlins. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and The Gremlins is fun. Yeah. Also, cute. what's a gremlin? It's like a little Furby-looking dude. Yeah, it's like Furby before they were Furbies. It's like a Furby with, with more aggressive ears. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know what this is. You've definitely seen that before. Yeah, okay. Pop culture. What is it? If you leave them out after like midnight, they turn into fucking animals. Wait, Howie Mandel was in this movie? He was. He played the gremlin. Oh my god. Like goodness. he yeah. He played Gizmo. Is gremlins okay for twelve year olds? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh that was one of the questions. I think it's I think they're fine. Yeah. I'm totally in the I'm totally in the fine range. Like, I'm not, like, fighting for gremlins, but it's, like, it's not bad. I think they're cute. I think they're, like, I do like the the little funny aspect of it. It gives you a break from pure horror. Yeah. Uh, And I think that that's good. So I I, I think a C, maybe a B, like, that's the range that I'm sitting in. Perfect. Yeah, I put C. Okay. Okay, I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick vampires. I'm going to pick vampires. I want to talk your blood. Uh, so, so obviously this is pretty self-explanatory. This is like the Dracula vein. Nosferatu in the 20s. And there was uh, Dracula 1931. I think that one is the Bela Lugosi one. And then 1992, Fright Night, 30 Days of Night. There's a lot of them like this. Vampires. Perfect. I think vampires in film, vampires in Certain movies are really well done, and in certain shows are really well done. Um, I think this is probably the number one uh, monster approach. Is that? Do you agree with that? I think sci-fi and aliens and vampire are probably the best ones. Okay. Um, I'm not super high on vampires, but interesting. Of these, like I think 
of the monster ones. I think vampires are probably one of the better ones. I think, but like, I don't know. I just think that I vamp- think you could execute a vampire movie or series really, really well. There was a couple book series that I was reading when I there was this one specific book series that I was reading. Uh, oh, it was oh. called Cirque du Freak. Cirque du Freak, um, which was about um, vampires. And we got really into that um, book series. And I mean, look, Twilight has a has a lane. It does have Twilight a lane. has a lane for sure. Are you are you team Edward or team Jacob? Jacob. I'm team always. Fuck, Who cares? <laughs> Jacob for sure. But but I do think that there are a lot of good vampire executions. Uh, there was a uh, there was a, a Dracula Netflix series. It's like a three parter or something, and that was good. Uh, the Vampire Diaries, great show, great mix of vampiring and and teen drama. I think that vampires have been a little overdone. Uh, they're definitely overdone. They're definitely done a lot. Yeah, they're I mean, absolutely done a lot for sure. I think it's almost to the point where, like, I think I, I have any vampire movie I couldn't take seriously because I've just seen so fucking many of them and, like, they exist. Okay. So, okay. Abraham just... Lincoln Vampire Hunter? Yeah, like, there's an oversaturated. That, that's, like, that's too much. Like, it, it's oversaturated for sure. So I think I just, just, like, vampire fatigue. Interesting. Okay. That's valid. I'm on board with that opinion. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Vampires don't do it for me, but I understand, like, early vampire films were probably a lot better than the current ones that are coming around because they had more it was more novel then as opposed to overdone okay yeah i had as a b i'm also not a huge vampire fan personally but those movies are generally um well done and i think it's kind of one of the uh, more typical monsters you would you would expect to see in a horror film yeah, uh, the, there's a True Blood HBO show, which was, as far as I've heard, very good um, as well. I think we can I think we can loop in some shows in here, too. I think that that is acceptable. Uh, it's just longer form um, stuff. So, OK, I'm OK. I, I have this as an A, but I'm OK with a B. I think it's. I think it's going to be end up on the top half of our tier list, no matter what. I, can we agree with that? Yes. Okay. 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 Nick, pick one. All right. Let's go to Bumpkin and Redneck. Redneck. So the flagship of this uh, subgenre is uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I would say. So this create, created with early movies such as 2000 Maniacs 1964 or Deliverance 1972, this unofficial subgenre plays on the myth that backwoods and remote countryside are populated with inbred folks, uh, inbred freaks and maniacs. This subgenre, which became famous with the success of Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, often features families or clans of crazies and often treat of cannibalism, threat of cannibalism. I don't know what that's supposed to say. I'm going to go through um, Okay, so this is also Hills Have Eyes type stuff. Uh, have you seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I've seen part of it. I also I've seen, saw part of it. I've seen the Hills Have Eyes, and that's terrifying. Okay. Uh, is that the, a good terrifying, or you're not on board? No, it's a good terrifying. The okay. South is spooky, 
being being in like a remote place is spooky. Sure. So that I think that's like a legitimate fear that these movies play off of. Definitely. Leatherface. Uh, there was. Do you know how many Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies there are? One, two, three, four. Seven, two, six, seven. There are. There is a new one coming out in 2022. There are nine. Come, right. There will be nine. Jeez, dude. But the original one is the most. Is the most actual. Is the best received one. Yeah, I have. Uh, I have these as a B for Bumpkin. <laughs> B for Bumpkin. Sure. Bumpkin's a funny word. Have, have uh, you guys? We seen, actually have uh, a bee penis right now, by the way. Have y'all seen Hills Have Eyes? No, I have no. not seen Hills Have Eyes. Scary, man. I think I would just cry. Kyle, yeah, you don't want to watch that one. <laughs> just the name sounds terrifying. Hills with eyes. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, they I, think had they original, have, I think they had an original one that came out, I think, in the seventies, and then yes, did the, correct. They did the newer one in, um, in like the mid two thousands. Yeah, and then they had a sequel to that, too. Yes. Okay, so it looks like... I just Googled it. Hills Have Eyes, the original, 1977. Hills Have Eyes 2 was 1984, and then they redid them 2006, 2007. Did you see the new ones or the original one? Um, I know know I've seen the new ones. I'm not sure if I've seen the original. Interesting. But the new one was scary. Sure it was. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Okay, we got a bee penis today. We're we're positive today. Uh, okay, Kyle, let's do. Oh, that by the way, that wraps up our killer category, which was slasher, crime, and bumpkin. So those were the three that that were classified mostly in the killer category. There's another one that's kind of a half and half scenario uh, as well. So, and you could argue that there's a, a few more. Like again, obviously, you can kind of. Uh, mix and match some of these with certain films so keep that in mind as well as we go to kyle pick one we got a lot of blue babies and a lot of green babies uh let's go werewolf werewolf would you rather see a werewolf movie or a vampire movie uh vampire for sure okay i don't do werewolves i just think that werewolves are stupid (laughs) they're very uh they have their uh, they have a very specific um situation that they have to that like a lot of things have to meet their criteria for them to become werewolves yeah it's like you have to make sure the stars are aligned and venus is in retrograde and all that shit exactly exactly you know what the sad part is too the best werewolf appearance in a movie was probably in the prisoner of azkaban yep that's true that is very true and for that reason i think it's a d a d interesting so we're talking uh, transform into a big wolf-like beast at certain points, usually the full moon. Uh, transformation can be self-decided or in most movies occurring unwillingly during the full moon. Werewolf films are often quite dramatic since the werewolf curse is often seen as a tragedy. One of the highlights of these films is the great human werewolf transformation scenes that they often feature. I do, I'm not on board. The Wolfman, 1941, I, it seems like the original werewolf movie. The Howling, 1981, that's funny. Uh, An American Werewolf, is that the, and then is that the one, the one American Werewolf in London? Or is so. that a different movie? No, that's the one, American Werewolf in London. 
they just short they just shorthanded me and made me look dumb. Uh, Dog Soldiers 2002. I'm on. I actually agree with with Kyle. I think it's very, very, very specific, and there's not a lot that we can get creative with. Yeah, I also had it as a D. Interesting. Perfect. Perfect. Look at us. Look at us, Mom. We're in agreement on something. I'm picking next. Uh, let's do let's do haunted house. Let's do a haunted house uh, recap. I, I I gotta. These are not in order on this article, and it's no. driving me nuts. So kind of it's driving me nuts. This one speaks for itself. The difference with the ghost subgenre comes from the fact that the spirits here belong to the house itself and are not following someone in particular. Someone like in 1408. Sometimes, like in 1408, it is the room itself that is alive. So we're talking like Amityville Horror, which was a 70s movie. I would consider uh, The Haunting of Hill House, I think, to be one of these as well. Uh, the And The Haunting of Bly Manor, which were excellent uh, Netflix shows. Uh, I assume that McKenna watched those, Kyle. I'm sure she did. Yeah. I did not. Uh, and I thought they were excellent. And I think that they, I think that this one, if it's again, if it's done well, if it has a buildup, if it has a story, I think that's the case. I think that's something I find with the most movies. I just like, if the plot's good, I can work within the constraints of this, of these genres. Right. And if the, if it's the, if it's like a complete garbage film, like I can't, I can't do that with horror. I can do that with other genres. Like I could watch, uh, like a rom-com with no plot except for the people end up together. Uh, but I don't think that I can really do it with horror when it's just like mindlessly done or there's not a, a trajectory. So again, if these are done well, I'm on board. And that's all I have to say about that. I have I have Haunted House as a C. Okay. The thing that gets me is since the house is what's actually haunted, you can try and leave the house. Like if you're possessed, that thing's just going to follow you wherever you go, which makes it way more terrifying. So you're saying you 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 think this is lower on the totem pole? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. 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 Like if so, someone told me, like, and I was in one of these movies. Hey, this house is haunted. Okay, I'm just not going to go in it. Movie's over. Roll the credits. Insane. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I don't hate stage that. left. I don't hate. I don't hate that that decision from the you. And yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'm 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 picking up what you're putting down. But if something possesses you. You're screwed, dude. You got to do a seance and you got to go talk to some experts and stuff like that. Correct. Maybe The Exorcist. Exactly. Uh, okay, so so you're gonna have you're gonna have haunted house lower among your paranormal shit absolutely it okay. doesn't it doesn't scare me that much okay okay what is uh where do you think paranormal activity qualifies uh that'd be possession yeah because it's because it because the, the they possess the girl right yeah i don't remember i definitely saw paranormal activity I, in in theaters yeah, it definitely. I think it definitely crosses some of these subgenres, but it definitely falls under possession. Yeah, because so, even in multiple movies, people get possessed in some to some extent. Uh, so that movie came out when we were in high school, right? Paranormal Activity. Yeah, because I specifically remember I went to yeah, it came out in 
2009 Paranormal Activity, widely released in 2009. Um, so I definitely went to theaters to watch that with my girlfriend. Um, and she got scared, so she fell asleep. <laughs> She's like, I'm not watching, I'm falling asleep. And uh, that's what I remember from that from that film. So there you go. Uh, okay, I'm okay with a C. I think I had it as a C anyway. So I'm fine with that. Kyle? That's fine with her. Okay. I mean, we, know, we know I'm not particularly high on it, but I you're not fond of you're not fond of this this uh, this overall umbrella genre is what we've kind of established. Uh, we can do possession right now because that is uh, we just touched on it. So possession movies, obviously. Uh, the possession slash exorcism is a subgenre in which people's body is infiltrated by an evil spirit or a demon that will take control of that person. The genre owns its success to The Exorcist, 1973, one of the most famous horror films of all. Have you seen it? I've seen most of it. Okay. Uh, and Kyle, you said no? No, I have not. You're not interested. You're out. Yeah, I'm out. I don't know. He's out. Uh, the subgenre found a renewed interest in the past 10 years with the release of multiples ex- multiple exorcism blockbusters. The Right Possession. The Exorcism of Emily Rose. That's a well-known one as well. I just like to say that name. Emily Rose. Uh, just the whole thing. Like The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Okay. It's fun. So, Nick, you have this high, You have this higher than a C. Yeah, I have Possession in the S tier. S tier. Mm, Dude, that's God. terrifying. Like something possesses you and then you can't leave. Like you think paranormal activity, those were all good movies. Those kind of fall in that category. The conjuring falls in that category. Sure. Hereditary is another one. Interesting. I think, I think the concept in, in general is scary. And I think it's one of the more um like classic staples of the horror movie genre. Okay, that's true. That's definitely true. That's definitely true. You're for sure right. Okay, I definitely don't have as an S. I was more in the in the BC in the BC range. Uh, I I had a. I you made a good point about haunted house, but I would be lying if I said that they weren't in the same tier for me, originally. So I'm willing to bump it upwards. Kyle? Yeah, that's fine. I'm I mean I don't like it, but I understand that like a lot of people do. So I will kind of uh allow my negative opinion of it to not ruin our ranking. Let's put it in A. Let's make it an A. Yeah, I'm not giving it an S though. Like fuck you. Man. I'm not gonna get I'm not <laughs> it's not gonna be an S. It's not gonna be an S. Um let's pick another one. Witches and the cults. Witches witches and Occults. We know how Kyle feels Occults? about witches. The Blair Witch Project, 1999. The Lord of Salem, 2012. Salem, Oregon, obviously. Yeah. Been feared since the early Middle Ages, witches in the science of the occult naturally appears as common horror themes. Witches are mostly women, but men can be found, like in Warlock, 1989. In any case, witches are cruel, merciless people who use their paranormal paranormal power to do evil things. I am reading at a third grade level right now. Well, they're typing at a fourth grade level. So. <laughs> That's not helping me. Are you reading along with what I'm reading? Like, it's not in English. Yeah, no, I am. It's not great. It's not great. Um, so I, I think that 
I'm not high on these films. Oh, I'm very low on these films. Did you fail this? I mean, I didn't do an official ranking. I just kind of make it up as I go, but like they're down low. Like okay. you can see that you can see the prep work that happened today. <laughs> um, yes, I have them. I have it low as well. I have it in the in the D. I probably would rank it as a D. That's perfectly fine. I agree. Like that's the way reason region I'm going to. Nick's gonna be like, I love witches. They belong in S tier. No, I had him in the C tier, so we can <laughs> drop him. Any strong yeah. opinions about witches? So Blair Witch Project, I think, is, is a film in itself. I think it was pretty groundbreaking the way it was shot from a home video uh, standpoint. Sure. But sure. I don't think it was a great movie. Oh, it's, it was ass. I thought, the, I thought the ending was terrible. It was ass. It was, it was not a good film at all. Sorry, I kind of thought that movie was real found footage for a while, so that's fine. Nice. I mean, nice. You, they did not say that. Nobody, nobody at the beginning of a horror film goes, "This isn't real." <laughs> nice, ni- nice disclaimer. It gives some assurance to the audience. Nice. Okay, let's do giant monsters. Ooh, I love Godzilla. So interesting. <laughs> I know Serio loves dinosaurs. I like dinosaurs, yeah. Uh, giant, initiated by the huge success of King Kong originally, this subgenre became particularly famous in Asia and more precisely Japan with the rise of Godzilla 1954. Oh, dude. I don't, did you read this? Do you know how many sequels Godzilla has? Oh, Probably like 30-something. got to be at least like 15 or 20. It is 27. Nice, nicely done, Nick. I did not realize there was 27 Godzilla sequels. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, or Gamera, 1956. Typically of this subgenre, giant monster films are almost always featuring a scene in which the monster de- devastates a city. So there's, and there's like definitely a handful of King Kong movies. I can think of at least three. There's also King Kong. I'm sure there's more. What? King Kong versus Godzilla. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, isn't, there, isn't there a Megalodon movie? Uh, Megadon? Megalodon? Me- yeah. Megalodon. Yeah. Would you consider like the Anaconda movie to also be part of this? I would say so. Probably. Dude, the, the Anaconda and the Anaconda movie is hilarious looking. I've never seen it because I didn't. I never will. It is hilarious. I think John Voight's in that movie. Am I insane? Oh, fuck John Voight. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think you're. Oh, right. he's definitely in it. He's and J Lo's in it too, and Ice Cube's in it, and Eric Stoltz, whoever the fuck that is. Yeah, the Anaconda looks so dumb in that movie. Oh my god, it does. It looks so stupid. It's the dumbest looking snake I've ever seen in my entire life. Why is this? Like, did they not have, they didn't have someone who was even like in the same room. Nobody involved in that film was ever in a biology class. That's what I'm learning. The snake at Rainforest Cafe looks more terrifying. Seriously. (laughs) Dude, Rainforest Cafe, RIP. Terrifying. None of these people were even like in the vicinity of a science class. I'm a snake. Just Google an anaconda and make it look better than that. So this movie came out in. It 90- came out in 1997. We didn't. Do you know Alien? You know, you know, Alien came out in 1979, and the and the special effects in that movie are still incredible. Because really, yeah, they're very good. Ge- they're Ridley good. That's yeah. a genius. I mean, it's it's probably it was a. By the way, this was a 37 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's fantastic. That's actually better than I thought it would be. Owen Wilson was in this movie, by the way. 
And Danny Trejo. Wait, was Ice Cube in this movie? Yeah, he was. Jesus. Uh, and Danny Trejo. Oh, he's yeah, that's that's Machete. He was yeah. in Spy Kids, also. Correct. Uh, anyway, I don't even know if we would qualify that as a giant monster horror movie, but I guess it probably is. Uh, I think these are dumb, to be honest with you. Yeah, like I'm out. Were... I'm out. I'm completely out. I'm completely uninterested. No, I am as well. I just like the concept that the Godzilla has 27 sequels. <laughs> I think that's a lot. That is, I did not expect that number today. Uh, I have it as a D. I could, I could be talked into an F. I'm out. Nick, where are you on this? I had it as a C, but I was trying to bell curve it. Like, I'm not a huge fan of yeah, it. We're I had, struggling, I had we're struggling on the bell lower, curve. So. We are struggling on the bell curve, for sure. I'm down with the D. Okay, down with the D. Uh, let's pop back over to uh, maybe a red baby. Let's do torture. Torture. So this would be, I think, the flagship of a torture um, genre would be Saw. So torture films are actually uh, actually focus their story on the torture itself, whether it has a goal like in Saw, which I like, by the way. Not, I mean, not necessarily. I, I don't like the movie Saw, but I like that saw like there's a point there's a purpose there's like there's something that is is happening uh or for pure pleasure which is hostile by the way i watched i think it was like hostile three or hostile four one time in college and i could i lost my shit i thought it was the funniest thing ever there was like there was like this like fight scene near the end and the the guy like chopped off the dude's hand and threw it in the fire and I, I thought that was the funniest thing that ever happened in my entire life. <laughs> and I was cracking up with it for like probably like 20 minutes. And everyone's sitting there like, what the fuck is happening? I was like, dude, that's, I don't know why that was so funny. Um, these films often relate the story of mad people. I think they, by mad, they mean crazy. And yeah. the poor innocents that meet them. Um, I don't. I don't hate I don't hate this in terms of if we're going to go with a with a pure violence film. I think these are they have the possibility of being a lot better than the other ones. Right. This like this guinea is, pig one and guinea pig two. Do you know which movies these are? I don't even know what that is. The first saw was really good. Yeah. I Yes. The first saw was was actually good. That's like prime horror movie. And then and yes. then they kind of go downhill after that because it's more about the killings and not about the suspense. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. Well, no. In Jigsaw. Game, in the gore. And also, his look is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. yeah have, you seen, have, have you seen the video on YouTube where it's the guy who's wearing the Jigsaw mask on the tricycle? And he's, he's like, you want to play a little game? And he like falls and they like, eat shit on the tricycle. <laughs> I've not seen that, but that's hilarious. And the guy who's filming is like crying, laughing. <laughs> I'll send funny. it to you later. Guinea Pig is a Japanese horror film series that consists of six films as well as two making of documentaries. What happens? I'm sure somebody is treated as a guinea pig and they do all kinds of this. Makes sense. Checks out. Adds up. Uh, it's a serial killer situation. Uh, okay. Um, I would say that this is going to be the highest among the 
gore categories. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yes, I agree. 100%. Okay. So I think I'll put it in an A. In an A? Yes. Wow, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I had as a I had as a B. Okay, I had an A B range. We only have one other A right now. So it'll be one that'll be pushed upwards, I bet. Comparatively. Okay. Yeah. But but we'll we'll discuss. We'll we'll debrief. We'll discuss. It'll be fine. Everyone will be okay. Pick another one. We've only got six left. Okay. Uh we're gonna knock out this category splatter. Okay. F. Oh, I don't why? Unnecessary. Splatter like is a default term to define gory films, emphasizing on gruesome scenes. Splatter films slightly differ from torture films by the fact that they use graphics and gory scenes within the story that is not centered on the torture itself. Um, I mean, I don't think that's I don't think it's F um, tier. I think I do like I would say it's like more like CD. It's not like insane gore. Yeah. Um, like I wouldn't put it in the same same bubble as these ones that are just like complete extra it seems like more like we're just we're having a storyline which involves people dying but we're not shying away from the gore that's involved yeah but i i don't think you can put it higher than a d then it's not like there's a lot of great content behind yeah i mean it's type of movie how however i do think that you could make a really good splatter movie that has a storyline that would like dip into this kind of subgenre and be involved it just like would also um show all the the gore that you didn't necessarily need to see oh no i agree with that so i think i think in a lot of cases like if you're gonna do that type of movie i think people are in it for the splatter that's like the thing to see right so i think people probably don't really care about the uh the, the story as much you know sure but it could be done. Could be done. Kyle. I think it's stupid. I'm with Nick. Interesting. Okay. I I mean I was put gonna put it in like the C D right. Like I'm not like I'm not saying it's good. I'm not fighting for it. I'm just stating. Would you consider like Final Destination to be this? Where there's like technically a story, but they just like fucking die. Uh yeah, I don't know if you'd call it splatter though. Because I think Splatter, you think it's more gory. Final it's Destination like... was pretty gory. Yeah, that that probably falls in that. I mean, it's frankly, Final Destination is so like, it's it's almost funny. I would say it's probably in this kind of vein, right? Like because there's like technically a storyline that's happening, and they just like die in dumb ways. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know if that's true. I'm not a. I'm not a. Uh, okay, we can make it a, a C or a D situation. Let's put it in D. We've got a lot of uh, D ones. We'll probably move some up a little bit eventually. Um, okay, that wraps up our gore overall genre, umbrella, torture, splatter, cannibal, extreme. And let's we might as well knock out the next one, which is the psychological uh, one, which I have home invasion slash survival. Home invasion slash survival a genre that becomes more and more popular in recent years home invasion and survival the title says it all so you know pretty self-explanatory something invades your house 
Was that really the description on this website? It literally is what it says. <laughs> Home alone. Just for that, we should cancel it. <laughs> uh, but uh, some of the examples here, I have Inside, The Strangers, Your Next, The Purge. So... I think these ones are good, usually. It's another one of those things that preys upon something that, like, you can really feel and, like, something you can associate with. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I would rank them pretty high just because of that kind of, like... it's And somewhat, it's definitely getting pop, gaining popularity. Like, it's somewhat realistic, so, like, you can definitely, like, if you go to one of these films or you see them, like, you would lock your house and check your doors, like, six For sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely, there. definitely. Yeah, I think they got a new Purge movie coming out soon, too. Right. But the Purge movies are overdone. That's true. The concept's interesting, though. Like, that's terrifying. Like, they yep. had a good concept, and then they just chose to run it into the ground. Yes. So I would put this on the higher. I'd put this in, like, the B-A range. Okay. I'm willing yeah, to put I, it as an A. Yeah, I think so. I think let's, do, let's do it. Yeah, we have only got two A's outside of this, so we can we can afford one. Yeah. What's next? We got four left. Let's go. Sci-fi and aliens for 1,000 ounce. I don't think we have the one on here. We don't have that. What? Kyle. We don't have a sci-fi and alien separate. We are supposed to, but we don't because I fucked up. <laughs> it's like I'm looking at this chart. I yeah, we. I fucked it up. I fucked it up. Uh, <laughs> if, we did, if we did, I, I'd put in the uh, A tier. Okay, by the way, we will have it. Update. Love aliens. Behind the curtain. We will have it. I will add it and we will have it. And then I do, like in, in my opinion, a- Alien I think is, is like personally one of my favorite movies. Alien's okay. crazy, especially like the like it was done in 1979. Like it doesn't look like it was shot in 1979. Yeah, lots of suspense. Um, some of the scenes they did in that movie, they didn't tell the actors or actresses what was going to happen, so like their reactions were very natural. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems like a mild pretty cool form of torture to me, but. <laughs> They did it in the uh, in the Shining too. Who directed the Shining? Stanley uh, Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. I don't know if he's the person that you want to go off of and base your reactions off of because that man was an asshole to a lot of people. Yeah, he was. He made some good movies though. <laughs> You're not wrong. He was he was a jerk. Michael Jordan was a jerk, but he's the goat. Okay, <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. All right. I'm glad that was also discussed. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm with Nick though. Like, I like sci-fi and alien. Like, I think it's one of those things. Like, it preys upon the unknown and like what else? Sure. Like, in like the fact that we might not be alone. Sure. I'm with you. I'm on it. I get it. I'm there. Uh, I'm willing to put this as an A. All right. And I'm gonna write that in pencil on the side that I gotta fix this because I fucked it up. What can I say? Okay, sci-fi and aliens it goes into A, and we now we have four left. I'm sorry. And the next one that we're going to do is nature slash animals. How about that? How about that? How about that? Animals and nature. So this is probably another somewhat classic genre. Uh, this is embracing all films whose horror can be related to something found in nature. Sharks, crocodiles. Maybe this should be where Anaconda goes in. Yeah, yeah. same same thing with um, Llamageddon. Llamageddon? Yes, Llamageddon. Uh, so this is like the birds. This is Jaws. This is Cujo. Like Dude, D- D- Dino Croc and Super Gator. 
I would say that those are mythological, probably. Hey, you don't know. They can be made in a lab. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Sharknado. Yes. Uh, but, uh, okay, by the way, Jaws is ass. Yeah, Jaws is fucking overrated. It's such a bad movie. Have we ever thought of just getting out of the water? No. We need a bigger boat. <laughs> yes. I don't know about you guys. Do you guys think uh, sharks are scary? Because I don't think they're that scary. I love sharks. I don't think they're that scary, but I don't like that they have teeth. Like, I don't like fish with teeth, period. Like, I, I don't like, like, you don't like that they have teeth. <laughs> My guy. They have, a, they have a lot of teeth. But I yeah. feel like if you're ever in a situation where you're in open water and there's a shark and you're in the middle of nowhere... That's, the shark is not my biggest concern unless I'm cut. Correct. Yeah. The wa- I mean, I'm way more scared of the water than. And I if it does shark. attack you, you can just punch in the gills until it runs away. Yeah, I'm not worried about the shark. I'm worried about the fact that I'm stranded in open water. Yeah, that that's they should do a movie about that. I mean, they probably have, but that's I mean, terrifying. Like or something. There was a movie. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Sorry to go off topic. There's a movie that came out recently. Um, about people who got trapped in a in a pool like an indoor pool over over the course of a weekend and there's a cover on the top that they couldn't break through so they're like stuck in this pool for 72 hours and they couldn't get out interesting this sounds like so so it's like it's like a you think you might die because you're gonna drown but then there's a claustrophobia aspect to it also Mm. which is and you're not eating or anything like that's terrifying and you have to swim the whole time yeah Okay. Okay. I think this is pretty average. I think this is C. Like it can yeah. be executed well, and it can be executed. Yes, poorly. for sure. Like I think movies like Cujo, if they, especially if they like did a new Cujo, like I bet they could do a good job. I know. But, I know we're all big Curtis Joseph fans. Yes. Correct. Shout out to the Toronto Maple Leafs who are ass right now. Correct. Both of those statements are correct. Okay. Next. What do we got left? We have three left. We have two blues and a green. Let's do one of these blues. Yeah, mix it up. Let's get some blue in here. Okay, I've got demon slash devil films. Demon slash devil. Demon and devil and hell. Whether it is the devil itself or its demon servants, religion has always been a major source of inspiration for horror films. This subgenre often appears as a crossover between possession films and zombie films, zombie films, but also include films relating to hell, like Devil, 2001, Demons, 1985, The Prince of Darkness, 1987. I don't don't care for... I mean, I just don't care for religion and films that way, like that, like that that's like the basis of it. Yeah. So this is going to be lower for me in that regard, in general. But I that's kind of I don't where I stand on that. No, I agree. I think if it's purely like a religious or devil-centric movie, it's not going to be as scary. But if you look at a movie like Sinister, where... Um, have you guys seen Sinister? No. Kyle, don't watch it. Um, that movie is incredible. And uh, there's like a demon that's possess- that like possesses kids and, you know... Nice. Has them kill a bunch of people, and it's like absolutely ridiculous. Something like that is going to be more intriguing than than you know. Oh my gosh! Like the devil's possessing somebody, right? Like, what are you going to do? Just like start like setting shit on fire? 
Yes. Make people do bad stuff. Correct. Yeah. I think I yeah. had it as a C and D range. Okay. Yeah. Uh, would you rather see a witch movie or a devil movie? Probably a witch movie, honestly. I agree with you, by the way. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Witches can fly. I don't think the devil can fly. Okay. That's a point. That's a point. Okay. Would would Harry Potter fall under witches? Yes. <laughs> yes. Sure. It's a horror movie. I've always thought yes. that. It does have a dark tone to it, though. Do you notice yeah, that? Yeah, definitely later on in the series, for sure. Yeah, like the, the intro scenes when it says like Harry Potter and the whatever, like in every movie, it gets significantly darker at the, at the intro. Mm. Like you can barely read the title in the last movie because it's super, super dark. Like and the first movie, there's a lot of like bright colors and everything, like yeah. the great whole scene. It's like fire and brightness. And then like you get to the end and it's like, this is almost in black and white. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, it, it really darkens out. Okay, let's finish out the blue baby. How about that? How about that? Okay. And that means we'll do a ghost slash spirit film. So ghost specters, spirits need no introduction for... Okay, I'm just going to read this sentence. Ghost specters, or spirits need no introduction for they exist since forever. What is happening? I get it, but what? In horror cinema, they usually are the soul of dead people, which, for whatever reason... Parentheses, unfinished business and revenge are the most common reasons. Does not go to the hereafter, but stay on earth haunting people. So the poltergeist is basically the, the flagship, probably, of this genre. And then there's a bunch of other ghost movies. Mama, 2013. So, yeah, so I haven't seen any ghost movies that I think are scary. But the concept of ghosts intrigues me. Okay. I don't uh I do not believe in ghosts. My favorite ghost movie is Casper the Friendly Ghost. Casper the Friendly Ghost. What about Ghostbusters? Well, that's a good movie actually. Ghostbusters is incredible. Who are you gonna call? Aren't they making a new one? Yeah. Yes. With Paul Rudd, is that what I heard appropriately? I believe that's correct. Okay. Yeah, ghosts are spooky, man. Could you imagine just like you're just, you live in a house and the ghosts are just like chilling out all the time? Aziz Ansari had a joke where uh, he he had a joke where he said like, "Oh, what if there's a ghost in my house? You know, it's like a millennial ghost, and it's like, hey man, what's the Wi-Fi password?" <laughs> That's funny. That was pretty funny. I would give it to him. I don't know. I yeah, I feel like I feel like ghosts in general, as long as you don't piss them off, like they're not going to fuck with you. They're just hanging out. Yeah, like I feel like the like these are all predicated on the idea that one ghosts are real, and two that ghosts would be extremely angry with whoever it is, and like half the time it's just like a ghost lives there. I feel like they just would not give a fuck. I'd be like, yeah, I'm kind of stuck here. That's fair. And you didn't do shit to me, so like, you just want to be friends. Like, that's cool. That's fair. Where we at? I have a C. I'm not. I also have it as a C. Yeah, C seems about right. Okay, and finally, our last guy is mythological. Mythological means what exactly what I said. It's um, mythological creatures. It is uh, monsters, Frankenstein, the mummy, 
the Leprechaun movie, which I think had Jennifer Aniston, but I might be wrong. Uh, the subgenre regroups the monster films that have been either inspired by early Roman or by well-known myths and legends such as Bigfoot, the Boogeyman, uh, Dragons, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, The Invisible Man. I think they've made a, a number of Invisible Man movies. Um, I, I will say it's better to me than the giant monster vein. I think that the Frankenstein movies have their place. I think the mummy movies are hilarious. Um, and I would prefer them to a giant monster movie, but again, I'm probably in the, in the C range in general. Yeah. I had him BC. Okay. I just like yelling. It's a lie. That's funny. You're great. That's I appreciate it. that from you. You're welcome. I have seen, what is it? Dr. Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Oh, it's Young Frankenstein, you're right. That one's okay. Not very scary. Not very scary. Not very Frank scary. and Weenie. Frank and Weenie is also really cute. <laughs> but yeah, C's right. C's right. And that is everything on our list. So let's do a little bit of debrief. We're going to fly through this debrief a little bit. We have... In our S tier, we have slasher films and madness slash paranoia films. So thank your Friday the 13th and thank your Halloween's. And then for Madison Paranoia, think uh, The Shining. Think Psycho. In our A tier, by the way, those two are locked in. In our A tier, we have four subgenres, possession, torture, home invasion, and sci-fi slash aliens. I think those should be locked in. Yes. In our B tier, we have five subgenres. We have phobia, we have supernatural, we have crime, we have vampire, we have bumpkin slash redneck. In our C tier, we have seven. We have virus, we have small creatures, haunted house, nature slash animals, witches slash the occult, ghosts and spirits, and mythological. In our D tier, we have neo-monsters, Undead, Werewolf, Giant Monsters, Splatter, and Demon. So we have, it's a little bit um, lower on the, we're we're more C and D than we are B and C. And so we could push a couple if you guys want to. Nah. Which would be probably the the virus movies, right? Or maybe the, the nature films, the animal films. That's kind of the, those are the two, if we want to push nature slash animals, or if we want to push the virus and the undead up one each, those would be the moves. I think nobody, nobody seems that inspired. No, let's leave them. Okay. Very uninspired. (laughs) Kyle is uninspired. That means we're done here. So let me just recap. Slasher and Madness are our top tier. Cannibal and Extreme. Did I even read those? They're canceled. They're F tier. They're stupid. I hate them. And that is a wrap today. Thank you. Okay, so what did you think of our list? Did you like it? Did you not like it? You can follow us on social media at Rank You Next. That is at Rank, the letter U. And then next, we are on Apple Podcasts. So go over there. Uh, go rate us over there. We really appreciate it. If you want to support the show out financially, you can find us on Patreon at Rank You Next. And then we will be posting the link to the template as well if you want to make your own rankings and we are looking forward to sharing some other spooky episodes with you in the next coming weeks
And I'll also share this article that was um, written at a second grade level. So that'll be great. Uh, thanks for coming. Uh, spooky season. We really ran out of gas at the end of this episode, you guys. Let me tell you. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye.